Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Uh, welcome to Kill Me Now with Judy Gold and... And Hennessy! All right, that was a big one for me. Um, I what am- was... I said Hennessy. Oh, that was a big one. Hennessy. Oh, Jesus. Um, you... I, all right. You know how I say I'm excited. Yes. This is, you know, I love this woman so much from the bottom of my heart, like soul, from my soul, you know, from the ins- innards. Um. I just can't, even before I knew her personally. Uh, And she is the real thing. When you think of people, talent, as we're known as, talent. Talent. She's not only talent, but she's a beautiful human being. Ladies and gentlemen. (gasps) 
Julie Holston. The Broadway star. Oh. And Julie, you know, you also played Bitsy, Witsy, whatever. Bitsy Von Muffling on mm. Sex in the City. On Sex in the City, Married yes. to Nathan Lane. And I will say Sex in the City. Thank God for Sex in the City because it has saved my life many a time. Right. Like every time you go, oh, I'll never work again. Or, right. Oh, my God, I don't have no Residual. money. Oh, my God. Because let's face it, Sex in the City is on every, every I know. second of the day. All over the world, I was in Istanbul, <laughs> Istanbul, and this wild Turkish queen came running up to me because I was wearing like a little sexy in the city jacket that right. SJP gave to me. Right. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you bitty van muffling, you bitty van muffling. I mean, Wait, he do was the like, accent, do the accent. The, all right. He's, and well, do, he's, it, do a Turkish queen. All right. Go. He was a Turkish queen. Okay, go. Bitty, bitty, are you bitty van muffling? Oh my God. Wait, stay right here. Stay oh. right here. And I get my friend. Friend. And he did. And he got friends. Wow. And like, What's I, it li- I wonder what it's like to be a queen in Turkey. Well, I think it's gotten harder. Yes. Um, but I think at that time, which was a number of years ago, right. he, he was doing okay. Right. It's but great. maybe not so right. much now. Yeah. It was kind of amazing. Now, wow. Julie, awesome. yeah. you know, you're one of the warmest people. Um, Bless you. You know you are. Well. Um, but yeah, you are. Uh, thank uh, you. Okay. And yet, you know, you're Italian from Comac. Oh, yes. But your mother's German. German-Irish. Right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I don't see you with a German-Irish mother. I am a German-Irish-Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very much like my dad, who was 100% Sicilian. Right. Rudolfo. Right. And yet, you're, and yet your, your, your facial, you know, yeah. y- it's qualities the are... Are German Irish, German Irish, but your voice, eh, oh well, I'm Jewish, really, right? I know. So you sense. are. Do you think if you did Twenty Three and Me, you know that DNA thing that yes, that Hennessy did, and now found out he's thirty percent Jewish. Um, what yes. do you mean? What do you move in the head? It's fifteen. My mom is thirty. It's fifteen. Yeah, yeah, I got lower. You fucking lied oh. to me. No, no, no. I told for like you. a month. No, no, I told you. You said thirty. I'm gonna go 30. back. Told yeah, you my mom I'm was going 30. back to the um, yeah, I'm to the results to the to the text. Okay. To the text. Okay. 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 Well, but, that's what I meant. I'm sorry but, to mislead what, you. But is thrilled about that fifteen percent. Oh, oh, absolutely. Hate us. Oh, absolutely. They, yeah, that's my mother. They all hate us. Every one of them. They hate us. That's me at the home every day lock, now. The, the minute you walk out of the room, they call you a dirty Jew. They hate us. They all hate us. Well, they do. Okay. Well, what I fear, actually, because, you know, I am a lapsed Catholic desperate to be a Jew, and I totally identify with Jews. I want to be Jewish. I actually thought about converting at one time. I, I'm not joking. Let me just say a little bit before yeah. you say yes. this. Yes, yes. You know, I have a joke about, you know, bringing home a friend and my mother would be like, do you think she would hide you? <laughs> Julie, I I know a thousand percent would have hidden oh, every yes. Jew and every gay person. I would have. I would have yes. been meep. Right. I would have been meep. meep. Yes. I will bless you. I, I, I only hope that I would be meep. All right. So but, go back to your but Jew. But there is this part of me that feels fears that if I did the 23 test, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. that they'd find out I actually have more German and that, in fact, I'm somehow, like, related to Hitler. And you own slaves? Like, yeah, but yeah, a lot like, of, that freaks me out. But a lot of Germans... Are Jewish. Are Jewish. Catholic Germans. Yes. Because yes. They, their families 
went into hiding or just said, fuck this. Right, I'm right. Not, I mean, I see people some, that are so Jewish looking. Like, it, I have no doubt. And then they're like, no, I'm, you know. Right. I'm German. Right. Or I'm this or I'm that. Right. I'm like, oh, you should go back, baby. Go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, it's anyway. But we'll see. I, I've never done that. Maybe I should. So we'll you grew see. up it's, in Comac. It's Com- really fun. You grew up in Comac. Yes. And your mother was a teaching assistant. She was a teaching assistant and, at uh, and your Rolling father, Hills. And my right. dad was a t- tobacco. tobacco salesman. And so we Was had, he an executive? No. He was basically a distributor. And, Did uh, everyone smoke in your house? Yes, except for my sister Mary, my younger sister Mary, who is an American Revolutionary War reenactor. No! Hello! That's Hello! Right. Sharon, Hello! Wait, Sharon, my ex's brother, is a Civil War reenactor. Oh! You're like, this is what I don't... Here's a kill me now thing. Yeah. Why do we have to reenact that? <laughs> Thank you. Why does that need to be reenacted? Well, you want to hear this? This is the killer. My Go to sister, Williamsburg. Yeah. yeah, hello. We have sites for this. It's right. enough. It's enough. Do you enough. need to get dressed up and kill people and then have a party we won? Yeah. What the fuck? Is, and they fake die. Yes. They fake die. My sister fakes die all the time. <laughs> and this is the killer. <laughs> this is when I thought. And then they wonder. This Again, kill me now. You think I'm a weirdo because I'm an actress and a comedian? Mm. You're an American Revolutionary War reenactor who's a nurse practitioner and you die in a fake field. Now, what the heck? Do they get, when she's doing this, do they treat women like shit and tell them to go get their stuff? Whatever is the battle, okay? And here's another kill me. So women have no rights. No, not really. Not Mm -hmm. really. And here's the other thing. I will never forget this. Okay, Hurricane Sandy really, really hit Long Island. Remember this? Yes. It was really bad. I had to go out to Long Island, deal with my mother, who, believe me, was turned into little Edie and she was like right, huh. crazy and Grey Gardens listening. Yeah, yeah Grey Gardens. Grey Gardens. She was a nut and she was like, <laughs> you know, get the generator, get the generator. And I was literally pouring gasoline into right. the generator or whatever. I call my sister Mary up at one point and I was like, Mary, you have to help us here. This is really bad. Trees are flying, blah 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 blah. A tree yeah. fell on the house, whatever. I, I know Do you it. know what she said to me? I can't help you now. I'm reenacting the Battle of Brandywine. No way <laughs> The fuck is wrong with her? That's she have more a commitment than a mailman. Is she married? She's married. She has kids. Did, did she, she marry? Kids. Did she meet them on the battlefield? No, 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 no. She's married to a Mercedes dealer, actually, which oh, is God. hilarious. Hilarious. Does she oh. ever like? Do you ever call her Betsy Ross or anything like I that? Could, well, she did win the Molly Pitcher Award. No way. She won the Molly Pitcher. Do you Award. think wow. any of this reenacting is jealousy of your success as a I've Broadway thought of actor? Yes, I thought yes. of that, and I because she did want to be an actress at one time. Really? Yeah. Do you think? Think she would have made it during Revolutionary War times. <laughs> Maybe she's very competent. I have right, to tell you, she's right. very competent. But this is the killer about. Wait, so wait. If yeah. she does, she play a nurse in the. No, no, she's. This is the killer. She, d- depending on what the battle is, she'll she'll be in male drag. <laughs> Or she'll be in female drag. No way. Yes. It depends oh. on what the needs of the battle Can are. Can we discuss okay. what Hennessy's doing with the phone that's so important? I'm looking up this battle. Oh, all right. Oh, right. Just write down for the notes that we're doing the, you know. Okay. okay. But wait. So. I, I know. No. Well, here's the no, killer. No, I got Because Sharon's brother and his new wife, they post pictures of themselves She's sitting in a fucking corset and long dress. Yes. And he's got his rifle. And, and I'm like, 
That's what you do on the weekends? Yes. That's what you do? Yes. There's homeless people. Yes. There's there's theater. Oh, there's and- so much going on. And you go back to the Civil War with your oh, fake yes. fucking gun. Yes. In the mud. Oh, no. No, they're real guns. They're real guns. Oh, they they're, are? Oh, oh, honey. This is the killer. And by the way, her website is, they have a big mm-hmm. website. It's in the Virginia. It's the 7th Regiment. Okay. Of uh, the seventh Look regiment. Look up Brandywine. And and but but also really the big thing to look at is the website, which is the seventh regiment Wait, of Virginia, I believe. It's oh. fantastic. But here's the killer. Brandywine. I was there just was, looking up. There was a big article in the New York Times, I don't know, about a year ago, about reenactors. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. one of the reenactors from the Civil War did die when a cannon went no off way! incorrectly. So I called my sister Mary up and I was like, Mary. You understand how dangerous this is? I just read in the New York Times, this guy, right. you know, died from like a cannonball. And she goes, oh, those are the Civil War people. They're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like West Side Story of the war okay, reenactors. Okay, here is the, here is the uh, Battle of Brandywine was part of the American Revolutionary War. It was September 11th. Seventeen seventy seven. September eleventh means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's an awesome. Uh, September eleventh, seventeen seventy seven. Chad's Ford Township, Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Thank you. Uh, commanders were George Washington, Nathaniel Green, John Sullivan, Lord Sterling, Adam Stephan, uh, Anthony Wayne. That's such not a fucking name. No, from, it's not. Uh, Moses Hazen, Sir William Howe, Charles Cornwallis. Oh, I'm telling you, she knows Wilhelm, them all. She knows Wilhelm them all. Wilhelm Niphausen. <laughs> okay. Really? Yes. Ooh, a there German. Were, um, okay, casualties. Uh, the total casualties, 1,300. 300 were killed, 600 wounded, 400 This captured. is in the real war, right? Not the, the real one. Yeah, not this the is the real Right. Yes. Yeah, no, I can tell you who the casualty was. My mother and me right, on 17 exactly. Green Drive. That was the casualty. Oh, my God. That was the casualty, let me tell you. Oh, guess where the House <laughs> Army departed from? Sandy Hook, New Jersey. Oh. God damn it. You can't believe. Oh. I grew up in New Jersey. I can't believe the history in that state. Yeah. Like, that was one of the... Oh, a biggie. Very big. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so brandy that wine. is hilarious. Did they drink brandy wine during the brandy they wine? They do after the whole thing is over. Do right? they eat, like, food from that time yes. period? Yes. I can't. I fucking can't. I have pictures of, you know, like, the, the tin cups and, like, the dried pineapple and the salted meats. Well, you gotta stay in character. You gotta stay in character. Thank They're God dead they serious. do not do Holocaust reenactments. Can That's all I have to Can say. Yeah, they're not doing Titanic reenactments. No, you well. cannot compare the Titanic. To, you can't compare anything. I wasn't comparing. They did do a Titanic reenactment. It's called the movie Titanic. Thank you, Chemda. Okay. That is Chemda. It's called Chemda the movie Schindler's here. List. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean, but they don't go out every weekend. Bingo. That's what I mean. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Oh, my God. Or slave God. reenactment. That, it's ridiculous. They oh. actually do do that? They on, do. They on do. On plantations. Yes, they do. Still to this day. And they've got black people serving all I the white people. I can't. They I can't. Do. I can't. They do. And, and it's I quaint and lovely. Yeah, and I think they do them down south. They do. Hello? That's what I'm saying. This is terrifying. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And that Confederate flag shit is uh, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, kill me now. Okay. Kill me now. Yeah, kill a lot of people. So, yeah, kill a lot of people. Okay. So, so uh, yes, grew up in Comac. So you grew up in Com- where Rosie O'Donnell, but you didn't know each other. because We didn't know each other. Yeah. Um, I was in uh, Holy Family High School. 
because uh, my mother thought that I was very obstreperous, I think. Oh, uh-huh. and I needed I needed to be with the nuns, right? You know, uh, little about did she know now. you little were a Jew. Little did she know. Little yes. did she know. And oh, were you in plays? I was. Oh yes, I oh. I won the drama award. Oh my God! Oh, what was your first part? It was this crazy, um, you know, multi multimedia kind of thing right. we did called "The People Yes," based on a Carl Sandburg poem. It was ridiculous. Okay, do you want to know? I I would always try out, and I was too tall because I was right. six feet at thirteen. But I played in the orchestra um, right. and the marching band. But anyway, in seventh grade, I got cast in Guys and Dolls. I love it. As the head of the mission. Nice. Okay. Because I could be tall, wear an ugly woman suit, and you know. (laughs) And it was Sarah. Sarah Arvide. We've decided to close down the mission, but I was also in the orchestra, so I had to get up, go backstage, go, Sarah Arvide, we've decided to close down the mission. And then I have to go back to the, and one time I was late, and it was awful. Oh, my God. It was like you were... Yeah. And all I wanted to do was act. Yeah. And it was like, sorry. And then I auditioned. I've said this before. I auditioned for graduate school because uh, I went to Rutgers at Mason Gross. And uh, Bill Esper. Yes. I did two monologues. He said, you know, you're very talented, but. But no. But how do you expect <laughs> me to cast you? You're too tall. Oh, God. Too fucking tall. Then I tell, call my mother. Well, he'll get his. <laughs> you know. And he so, did. Um, so here you are. You're yeah. in a Catholic, all girls, Catholic. Hot. Right. No, it wasn't all girls. It was it very was just... liberal, actually. Oh, it was okay. very, very liberal. And of did course, did your it... sister go there too? No, she went to Comex South, and right. she did know the O'Donnells. She did. Yeah, because she... there's a very there are a lot of them. Yes, and and ultimately we all ended up meeting, obviously. Right. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, she went to Comex South. And Ruth Ann Swenson, the opera yeah. singer, went to Comax out. So Mary Beth was, you know, okay. she was all with them. And Mary did perform, I believe, as Abigail in The Crucible. Oh, really? And she was, I must say, she was more than passable. I was very proud of her. But she but, did not become the actress. Yeah, did but she? now she she's did Betsy. not become the actress. Um, But she did win the Molly Pitcher Award. Ah! <laughs> yay, Molly Pitcher! Come on! So um, yeah. you, you go to? Did you go to Fordham? Where no, I went to Hofstra University. Hofstra. Yeah. You know why I thought Fordham yeah. for a second? No, I meant Hofstra. I yes. meant Hofstra because the Ro- you know the Rosenthal's Monica. Yes. And Phil are my close friends. Yes, I was just with lo- Monica. I know, and I you know I live there in L.A. Yes. With them. And um, we and, went to Hofstra. Yes, you went to Hofstra. We all went to Hofstra. I didn't want to go to Hofstra. I really see life as you know it. Kill me now is. Everything that you don't want to happen, of course, ha- happens. happens. And then you're, you know, sort of you bitter. You make the most of it. And then you're bitter. Right. And then you go, okay, I'm really bitter, I'm really right. bitter, I'm really bitter, but I don't want to die. Right. So I have to live with the bitterness right. and make something of it. So that's what you do. I really wanted to go to Emerson. I did too. And I my parents wanted... wouldn't let me and I got in. I got in that's and so got a scholarship, up. but... I didn't get as big a scholarship as I did to Hofstra, and my mother quite, you know, pulling Isn't on the guilt. Isn't that unbelievable? That yes. is my biggest piss yes, off yes. from my parents. We didn't go to Hofstra. 
I got in and they're like, sorry. You, that's you what know, my you, mother. And then I got into Rutgers and they were like, well, that's a well-rounded. That's what my yeah. mother said. She and was like, cheap. we it have another cheap. person going to college. It's really going to be. It and it was cheap. Us. It was because cheap. It, uh, mine was a state school. There you go. And uh, it was like $2,200 for per 3000 yeah. 3000 Yeah. And my mother was like, you got a scholarship. We have other people in that. You know, it's like, other people? You mean Mary? Mary's going to be a fucking... She's Betsy Ross. What are you talking about? Other people. It's not like we're a family of seven. She's a nurse practitioner. Oh, she is real. Cardiocritical care nurse. Yeah. But it was like, there's no other people. It's one other person. And she's going to nursing school. Right. Why? I can't go to Emerson. I got a partial scholarship. I know. And then she was like, you're going to be in Boston. That's not... That's too far. And you... Blah, 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 blah. blah." I know. I I still regret that. Because I think I would have, well, I did stand up in college, but. I, I would have been a big, I would have been smarter. I really feel I would have been smarter if I went to Emerson. Because Boston is, you know, every, you, you right, go to right, Boston right. and you're smart. Right. And I feel I would have been a power <laughs> I've met lesbian. a lot of stupid people. You, you know would what? not have been a lesbian. <laughs> you're a power lesbian. You're still a power lesbian to me. But you Thank you. You like the penis. All right. N- not really. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, it, I'm over it. You know? I also it's very disappointed. Yeah, yeah, I'm over it. I also wanted to uh, go to school in Boston. I wanted to go to Boston Conservatory. There you go. They didn't let me. Yeah. No. See, we had and to it was turn like, the business. My father went to Rutgers. My father went to. He got his MBA there. He got his law degree there. Uh, my brother, you know, he got into UPenn and Cornell. Oh, went yeah. to Rutgers. You had no chance. My sister went to Douglas, uh, and then it was like, sorry. Yeah. I'm like. What? I'm different. Of course. Don't you see how different? All right. Don't you so, see I'm going to be doing Shakespeare in the Park? Yeah, too? right. <laughs> so you gra- you're, you're in the theater program. Any other famous people in the theater program at that time? Believe it or not, because I was really the dork. You right. know what I mean? I, I didn't do that well. Um, the people who were doing well at Hofstra didn't end up doing it. Right. You know, and and it, what is kind of fascinating to me, except for people like Phil Rosenthal, right, but they right, were right. they were after me. Right, right, right. Um they no. I mean because Margaret Collin, pro- the actress Margaret right. Collin went to Hofstra, but she was above me. Mm. But so it's like group- I guess because you had to work so hard, you were used to working so hard. Yes, yes. And they probably went out in the real world and was like, oh, wait, I was a star at Hofstra. Uh, I think they did. I yeah. think they were like, wait a minute. Yeah. And I... I Rejection? I was... Yeah. I started uh, as a dare at Rutgers doing stand-up and then was like, oh, my God. Right. This... I'm hilarious. I, I, yeah, no, yeah. I No, it was really a... And it was really a God speaking like this. Yeah, cathartic. You know, and uh, but I was a music major, but I, you know, that's all I wanted to do. All yeah. right, that, yeah. but not, enough about me. Enough about me. Enough about so me. you graduate Hofstra. What happens? Okay, I took a really weird turn. Yes, I basically got married right yes, away. Yes, you did. I got now, married right away because I basically didn't want to move into the city by myself and learn the subways <laughs> um, by myself. So you, I basically you need a buddy for that. Yeah, I needed a buddy. Yeah. Um, no, I got married to my college sweetheart. I was twenty years old. Right. I was very. And young. at that time, your mother didn't say. Oh no, she. Um, I think she was a little freaked out. Right. But on the other hand, you know, she liked this guy that I was marrying. Right, but she didn't... How Were they young when they got married? No, they weren't that young. Yeah, she my, was like 25, 26. Yeah, my mother... Mm. Let's see. My mother was 
30. That's, that's old yeah. for that generation. Yeah, yeah that and was my older. father was 37. That is older yeah. for that generation. No, my mom d- didn't matter. But I think she just, you know, I think my mom kind of threw her hands up with me. She was just like, oh, I don't know what to do with right, Julie. Right, right, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's she's strange and squirrely and loud right. and obnoxious and I don't know. Yeah, you take care of her. Right, right, Do you right. know what I mean? I think yes. there was a part of her that was like, okay, Mr. Halston, yeah. you take care of her because right. we don't know what to do with she's her. She's acting like a power lesbian. Yeah, yeah, she's acting <laughs> like a power lesbian. And she didn't go to Emerson and she's right. bitter. Just you right, deal with it. right. Hey, boss, how's it going? I have to tell you, I got this third love bra. Okay, can I just tell you something? It's like a t-shirt. And I have some, like, really fancy bras. They sent me one, too. They don't make my boobs stand out in t-shirts. It's not like this is the main feature, you know, of my midsection, which a lot of bras can because of the line. Well, here's the the other thing. It's made out of memory foam. All right, we're not, no one cares about you. They only care about me wearing my bra. It's airy. It doesn't, like, you don't sweat. You don't feel like, you know, you have to Mm -hmm. stick your hand underneath it. This third love bra. Okay, can I just tell you something? It's like a t-shirt. It's like I'm not even wearing anything. Yeah, this thing is so fucking comfortable, I can't even tell you. It's called third love. For 30 days, you can start a free trial right now. You go to thirdlove.com slash kill me. (laughs) And... Thirdlove.com slash kill me. And I'm telling you, it is the most comfortable bra I've ever owned. So then I got into the city and it was a little bit of a scary thing. It was like, wow, I go on auditions and it was like, what was your first audition? My first audition was, and it was it from backstage. Wait a minute. You know what? I don't even remember. I'm trying to think now. I, I would, I would go to backstage. Yes. And I would look at those listings, and it certainly wasn't an equity, uh, right. an EPA, as they call them, Backstage because I didn't even casting. have equity then. Right. I, I had no card. I had nothing. And I think it was like for a showcase, mm-hmm. you know, one of those like showcases. Like a cabaret like, showcase. Yeah, right. showcase. And it was going to be scenes. Right. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I had to display like a number of emotions. Right. And everything that I did came out rather angry. And it was funny because the person who I don't remember, they said, you seem to be angry in each one of these things. And right. I think I was angry because it was so poorly written. It, it was right. I used to get humiliating. It was so humiliating. Yeah, on All American Girl. And I get the script. And I, and I would have a night of, okay, you're making $7,500 an episode. Okay, you're making $7,500. You know, like that. Yes, yes. It, it was so, by the way, that was the most I ever made <laughs> since... Them, then. Um, but you... Uh, network, network. Y- you started uh, You started going on auditions, but when did you... You started studying with Ter- Terry, Terry Schreiber. Terry studio, and right. now I'm on the board of that studio. I know. Like, it's very cool. Very and they cool. honored you. They honored me with Ed Norton. I know! Which was... Which like, we ju- who we just discussed. We just talked shit about him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's his story, actually? He's I don't know, a but... bastard. Is he? Well, he well, didn't... I will tell you, he did not give a good speech. Well, I gave a great speech at the Cheese Driver Studio yeah, oh, Gallery, course. and but I, he's he is a terrific actor. All right, yeah, and he did study with Terry. But okay, yeah, so we you studied with Terry. Studied with Terry. You don't have an agent. No, I have nothing. And so you're just doing the move to New York, and your husband's name is James Thomas Halston. 
and he is in publishing. Uh-huh. He's a you know he was an editor. Okay, and where did he work? McGraw Hill. Oh, very nice. And yes. where'd you live? We lived in Brooklyn in Carroll Gardens, mm-hmm. and this is when Carroll Gardens oh, yeah. was remember. so fantastic because no one spoke English, by the way. Right. It was t- completely Italian, and in fact, it was one of those times when you know you would hear some mm-hmm. gunfire. Right. You I did remember. hear gunfire. I remember in the eighties. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. It was yes. the eighties. Sure. And uh, it was literally during like one of the mob bosses, you know, funerals. You know. We literally all had to duck right. because we did hear like what we thought were firecrackers or a gun, gun. and it, there were gunshots. So, yeah. did you have a big apartment? Like, were that you like is... a wife? Okay, I was a wife. Well, I tried. Right, anyway. uh, six rooms. What? Six How much? room. Okay, you want to hear? This yeah. is what I love. I'm gonna kill six myself. rooms, tin ceiling, exposed brick wall. Okay, on a beautiful block in Carroll Gardens. Mm. Mr. Pagano was the landlord. He knew I was in a ta- Abatelli. He said, it's 400 a month, but for you, it's 275 What? Wait, sorry. $275. Kill me now. Kill me now. Let me just say something. I My first apartment was on West 81st Street. I lived in a the ground floor of a brownstone with an opera singer. Okay. okay. <laughs> I had the whole back room and the backyard. I love it. Okay. It wasn't done, the backyard. Right. And this was when the Upper West Side, like I literally yeah, went to scary. the corner to buy pot. And right. It was just crack addicts. So yeah. Right. Um, $400 a month. There you go. Mm. Um, yeah. No, it was 400 but for me, 275 Yeah. Well, it was. I don't cute. know what he paid. I don't know what he paid, but my rent was four hundred dollars a month. Mm. Isn't that a Lower East Side, Henry Street, by the Henry Street South? Oh, Henry, my son. Mm -hmm. Yes, five hundred twenty-five dollars a month. Bing, 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 bing. Okay. So anyway, so the so we lived in Brooklyn, and we're and he was going to work. He was going to work, and you were the actress. I was the actress, and and who were you seeing on auditions at the time? Um, well, here's, I do remember seeing like Alice and Janney. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I saw a lot of Alice and Janney. And of course, she would always get it. And I would see uh, Kristen Johnston. Right. Jo- Johnson. And uh, Deborah Messing. Oh, yes. And I do remember one time seeing Deborah Messing. And I thought, why are she and I going up for the same right. Because she looks like a freaking goddess. Right. And I'm like still the character girl. Right. I mean, I was not stupid enough to think that I was a leading lady. Well, do you know but, what I mean? it, but I read that you wanted to be the leading lady. But Terry said to you, you're funny and you got to go comedy. Yes. Was that... It was a big ding, ding, ding moment. It was. It was. Cause and I were would... you disappointed? Mm, not really. I, I have to say, I think at that point I was so desperate, right. bitter and desperate, for any <laughs> advice. You seem to me not to be bitter. Like, there's nothing bitter <laughs> about you. Well, um, no, I'm... You know what? She's a good actress. It, does, good it, actress. it dissipates yeah. as you age. It does. It does. And you know what? I, I There have been times when I have been very bitter, but I, I have done a lot of work on myself. Right. And I also... I just felt like... In a way, it never it never fit me well. Right. It it, it didn't actually. It's unattractive. Fit me. Yes. Yeah, it didn't, and it didn't fit me well. Well, and if it's real bitter, like I'm bitter, but I'm just like, 
It's victim you. Bi- right. Yeah. And it's all, you right. know, it's from a vulnerability. Exactly. It's not from really being bitter. It's exactly. Just like, why me? Why not? Um, right. Like I always say, I wrote the, you know, there's the Jewish book of why. And then I say, I wrote the Jewish book of why me. There you go. <laughs> so anyway. Night, yeah. Folks. And it didn't suit me. It just didn't suit right. me. So, so I was like, you know what? If it, If the clothes don't fit. Get a give something them that to, does. Do get not give outfit. them to the uh, Salvation Army because they are oh, anti-gay. They are anti-gay. I've stopped. I've stopped giving good, my clothes good. to Salvation Very Army. Very anti-gay. Yes, but I they're the stopped. only ones that pick it up for free at your door. So doesn't matter. Go to, go to the AIDS. Uh, go to uh, homeworks. Go to homeworks. Yeah. Home I mean, then go you to gotta home walk works. somewhere. So what? No, uh, you know, inconvenience self yourself for right. a little bit. Yeah. Inconvenience yourself. Come on. Kill me now. All right. Uh, All right. So I love you. So <laughs> So anyway, you're, he how, said you're funny. Right. And he said, you're really funny. You should really explore this. Right. So I, this is like in the 80s, I had a little comedy act with my friend Kenny Pearl, who was oh, a yes. dancer. Yes. A dancer with Martha Graham and Alvin right. Ailey and blah, blah, blah. We, and he had gotten this terrible leg injury, so we had to stop dancing for a while. And we just just did this crazy comedy act called Halston and Pearl. Isn't that original? Um, very, very. <laughs> I gotta say, the one thing that's great about The First Husband, yeah. your name is fucking awesome. It's amazing. It is. I have to say, that didn't work out, but boy, How what a name. How long were you married? Yeah, six years. Six years, yeah. okay. But the name. Yeah, it's not The name is fucking great. And here's this. I am still best friends with his two sisters. No way. Mary Does he Eileen, have kids? No. Wow. No. Did he remarry? He remarried a couple of times. And he has a very good marriage with the woman he's with. Me. Okay. Very good. Did so, you have a lot of sex? When I was younger? No, with him. With him, yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, it was okay. all good. Okay. Um, but his his two sisters, Mary Eileen and Kathy, are still two of my best friends in that's the whole so world. In fact, cute. I'm seeing them for dinner oh. next oh, week. Oh, my God. That's terrific. Very, oh, yeah. So, Julie. Yes. When, did you meet? Charles Bush, you're doing these one per these these comedy Halston shows. Halston and Pearl, Halston and Pearl, and guess what? We used to do we used to do a bill with Nathan Lane, right? And you Tim did Stack. Halston and Pearl did Halston and Pearl used to do gigs with Tim Stack and Nathan Lane. Oh my God, Tim Stack! And didn't okay. you work with Nathan Lane later? Oh yes, yeah, 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 yes, yes. 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 I, we just we're talked about, about it on Sex. That's in the what City. I'm saying. Yes, okay. we married. We That's married. Dope. Okay, so. Um, I, I want you, so while cool. we're telling the story... Yes. How I Met Charles? No. What? To include... I want you to include the divorce. So okay. here we are. You're with Halston and Pearl. Right. And you're going around. Um, you're still married. Yep. Do you meet Charles Bush while you're still married? No. no. Okay. So you're doing this thing, and what breaks up the marriage? What breaks up the marriage is... I think we both realized, because he really, I think, wanted a wife. Right. And I was like, well, I, I have to go to the club, or I right. have to, you know, be. I want to be an actress, right. and I have to do this, and right. I'm going to be out late. And, right. Do you know what I mean? And all that kind of stuff. And also, I think we both realized, like, oh, my God, we're too young to be married. Right, mm. right. Wait a minute. What does this mean? It's uh, why are we doing this? So and so he wanted a really a much more regular life, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, no, sorry, it's not, not happening, me. Okay. not happening. Um, so it wasn't like I hate you. It was well, more... I do remember. Uh, I mean, it was pretty. I mean, it was painful. There's right, no getting around it. It's always painful. And I was. What really did your pretty, mother say? She was 
horrible. Well, because then she has to go tell everyone in Comac, exactly. well, Julie is divorced. Yes, exactly. And I do remember, this is where my mother did become Germanic. She said, because uh, I was really struggling with money right, and right. You know, we had nothing to, a pot to right. piss in anyway. And at one point I was like, Mom, I'm moving in with a friend. She's a roommate. It's like a few ho- doors down from you right. know where I was living. And she was like, what do you want me to do for you? And I said, well, I, I, you know, I kind of could use some like dishware or whatever. She said, you made your bed and now you lie. Oh my God! And it's I was all like, about what? her. All about her. What? That was the moment she was waiting for. Uh, I think you're right. Well, I was, because uh, you were so difficult, and now she was proving. See? See, you didn't do what I said, and boom, you bingo. are difficult. Right. You well, are yeah. difficult. And my father was much more merciful. He was like, Dolly, you could give your daughter some you right. know, some dishes. You I know. was very close with my father, Yeah, too. so he he made my mother give me dishware. It's like, thank so God. So wait, did, did he keep the apartment? The he six- stayed in the apartment and I moved out. Because wow. I was the one who really... And who'd you live with? I lived with a girl named Cynthia Wass, who um, uh, was thinking of becoming a costume designer right. she ultimately did not she ended up doing her family business which makes trophies for trophy world oh god which is hilarious uh-huh. um but you know i was just a wreck i had no money i really was living on like peanut butter and jelly oh and, well, you know sure. what, I, what you know what my thing yeah, was yeah what i'm not kidding and it was literally every night it's 295 cold sesame noodles Oh, oh yes cold that sesame noodles my, because they had a little bit of scallion i'm like oh i'm getting some greens yeah. <laughs> that i lived if if i ate dinner right it was cold sesame yes. noodles yeah no i mean it's always that or peanut the, butter or the i get the lunch chinese thing you know like the and, really the two dollar right know, and lunch. have it like throughout right, the day right, right. yeah no, it was it was horrifying. And Cindy, God bless her, I loved her, and she was lovely. But she was one of those girls who literally like came from some real money, right? And she would like come waltzing in, and she would be like, "Oh my God, Bloomingdale's had a sale," you know. And she would be wearing like, right, you know, Diane von Furstenberg wrap yeah. dresses and tops, right. and I was like. <gasps> I'm living on peanut butter and jelly, and I, I, yeah. I haven't bought anything in like two years. Yeah, one what of her you... coats could pay your rent. Yeah. And and, uh, but luckily, I will say this: she would say to me, like, "Well, if you have an audition, you could, you know, wear one of these." You know, and I did. I wore like some of her tops, and that was oh, lovely. Very but, lovely. You know. So, uh, how do you meet Charles? So I am struggling. And a friend of mine who I went to Hofstra with said to me, he lived in Washington, D.C., and Charles at that point had been doing a one-man show around the country that he would book himself. He would mm-hmm. literally like just call performing arts centers up, and he'd be like, "Hey, I'm Charles Bush. I do a one person show." They were like, yeah, "Was they, he a woman in the one person well, show?" No, he would. He would. Uh, he'd sometimes be a woman and often be a man as well, mm-hmm. and it would be through like a prop. Will okay. you explain for our audience that doesn't know Charles Bush, the the Will great you Charles the, Bush how he playwright? A woman? And well, he he is. Um, he wrote a play called Vampire Lesbians of Sodom, right. which ran which off Broadway. We were just getting to. And, okay. Uh, but, you know, he's a famous gender bender illusion he, performer. He, he is. I brought the kids to see him in Provincetown. There you go. I mean, I love 
Yeah. Love. He's one of the best. Right. I saw you in Vampire Lesbians of Sodom. Oh, for God's sake. There I did. There you go. That's hilarious. 1985? Yeah. Four? 1985. Five. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. 84, 85. Yeah. I remember going. I went yeah. with Sharon. Yeah. So um, you were in Vampire Lesbians of Sodom, yes. which was, for the listeners... Kind of it, life-altering. Well, it was like ways. the rent. Yes. It was like rent yes. of the 80s. Yes, it kind of was. It was go downtown, yep. see this... Or you are not a fucking hip, cool... You're not one of the culture yeah, vultures. You're yeah. not, yes. You are mm. just, you're not, you're not a New Yorker. Yeah, you're, you're real, not a New Yorker. And um, you were fantastic. It was hilarious. I played the succubus. And we started all this, and I'll get back to how I met Charles, but through a friend who actually kept saying, oh, Julie, you're so funny. You should, you should be... Uh, meeting my friend Charles Bush and you know I was like I don't need another gay man in my life you right. know at that point I was divorced I had a lot of gay male friends and he was like no 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 you two should meet I happened to be out in San Francisco Charles happened to be out in San Francisco at that time doing his one man show we met we didn't really take to each other I think he thought I was a real loudmouth blonde right. Um, and I just thought he was distant and aloof. Right. And he you know, does seem like that. He is. A, he's really shy. You start talking to him, and you realize, oh, he's kind of shy yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he can be. You know, he can also be distant right. and aloof. But he's also shy. But we didn't really take to each other right away. And then when he wrote Vampire Lesbians, like uh, I don't know, months after that, everyone turned him down. No one wanted to right, do right, this. Right. And his own sister turned him down. And he was desperate. Well, Talk she, about you desperate. know why she didn't turn him down? She was doing a reenactment of the... No, no yeah. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> bang, bang. Um, Go. Uh, so anyway, he called me out of desperation and said, hey, you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, why not? Because, you know, again, I was right. desperate living on peanut butter. Right. Still wasn't making a... I still didn't have my right. equity card. I was doing horrible showcases. Who else was in it? Um, well phenomenal people that some of whom are no longer with us because mm. of the AIDS crisis. Right, I was getting into um, that. Uh, Bobby Carey, our beautiful boy, mm -hmm. and uh, Tom Olino, um, mm. Ralph Buckley, who's the lotto man. Right. Ken Elliott, who was our director and mm -hmm. also uh, in the plays. Myself. Uh, ultimately, McGann Robinson, who also mm -hmm. passed away. Uh, she ended up taking over my role. Mm -hmm. Um so, you know, it was this wild group of, oh, Arnie Kolodner, who was mm -hmm. a magician, mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 you know, again, it was like this bizarre oh, band of people, it but was it was so best. fantastic. And, 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 like, literally, we would get, like, high society people, like, literally, like, with, like, a Rolls Royce outside, like, you know, the Limbo Lounge. Right, right, right. Which is a crack den. Uh, <laughs> which is a crack the den. Lounge, the yeah. Limbo Lounge. And literally, at one point, like, we heard that, like... Uh, you know, uh, I don't know, not uh, like Elizabeth Taylor's friends. Right, and, right, right. Like right. people like, I don't know, Rock Hudson or something. I mean, it was crazy. And like limousines would pull up to, you know, East 9th Street. Right. And like they'd step over syringes. Right. Oh, well, it was To bad. get into yeah. this. My generation of theater people now that I, um, I mean, that are around my age that yeah. I work with a lot, um, Know that show? Yes, I mean, as, you it's a cult not, You classic. cannot not know that. No, is. and it ran for six years opera. And it's also it's like the uh, the underground the Brady Bunch one too was yes. also something. That's where Jane Lynch came out of. That's right. So all right, so you're doing this, and then uh, is is it right after that that you do your one person show? Let you? Um, no, it's not right after that. So we're doing 
so Charles and I had our company for like seven years. Mm-hmm. So we did a a, a lot of. Uh, fantastic plays, right. Vampire Lesbians, Red Scare on Sunset, The Lady in Question. Yes. And it was really through The Lady in Question that Ben Brantley, not Ben Brantley, Frank Rich, because right. he was the big you know, uh, right. hoo-ha at the time, who we're still all friendly with. Yeah. Frank Rich uh, wrote a rave review for The, yes. la- the Lady in Question. Yes. And it changed our, I mean, it that Once again, it. changed everything for us. Suddenly, it was like, oh, right. I have an agent. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm and not you're only legi- you were legitimate. Legitimate. You know, yeah. and suddenly it's like, well, I'm not only in equity, I'm in SAG and after, right. and I'm on law and order. And right. Blah, 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 you know. And it was like, oh, my God. And Frank Rich really changed our lives. And uh, uh, Vampire Lesbians changed our lives, but then that changed it, right. bumped it up again. And suddenly, we were legitimate. And then... What was nice, but again, very bittersweet, is we got an offer to do Vampire Lesbians in L.A. And once we went to L.A., that also legitimized us as kind of like right. coastal people. Like, oh, right. they can do this right. and do that. And I was doing guest spot work. Right, yes. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, I I remember at this time yes. as a stand-up, I, I don't – I think you're one of the people who – really understand the AIDS crisis from the very beginning. Oh, my God. And how... Horrible. I, I mean, it was... It was the it was the Walking Dead. I mean, it was... All these people were not in the closet anymore, and no one was helping them. And Oh, can it, I tell it, you? This is one of the worst stories, okay? Yeah. The, 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 the war yeah. zone stories, okay? One of my dearest friends... Why do you look at them? Oh. Every time you're like, go to tell a story, she looks at Hennessy and... Because she's looking go. at us equally. No, because, because you know what it is? It's like, she's younger. I want he. the young... He. Go ahead. Hennessy is younger. I want the young, the youth to know. I'll, right. I'll tell you a really horrible story. I saw so, Rent. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> but but this, was, this is like from the front lines. Yeah, I know. My dear friend Wayne uh, was... Uh, an actor, but also working on Wall Street. And, and, and anyway, very, very ill. Family disowned him. Completely disowned him. Mm-hmm. So who's going to take care of Wayne? So a group of us got together mm-hmm. and said, we're going to take care of Wayne. One of the reasons I was not in Psycho Beach Party, which was another Charles Bush great mm-hmm. you know, play. Amazing. I helped produce it, but I didn't want to be in it because I couldn't work a job produce and be in something at the same time plus take care of I Wayne took care of Wayne so I was like you know what I'll produce I won't be in it but I have to be a buddy because we're now living with Wayne because he was so ill right so we would take turns living with Wayne and we this is the days before you know internet and cell or whatever and texting ambulances would not pick up right AIDS patients. They knew the signs. They knew what to look for. And they would not right. pick them up. Hospitals could not. They would not pick right. people up. So private ambulance services and a lot of them would not pick right. up AIDS patients. So literally it was like the movie Casablanca. You would have to write down the numbers of the few private ambulance and right. you would pass it to each other. And it was like something out of a scene of Casablanca. Right, right. And you would hand it to a friend and you'd say, this is the number you must call. Right. And they would be the people 
that would pick Come up. And pick up. You know, when Wayne was so ill, you know, couldn't breathe, mm-hmm. or you know, having yet another episode. Oh, please. Um, and so it was that kind of scary, secretive. Uh, I was also like uh, Tony, who ran Catch Rising Star. Uh huh. Oh, the greatest and. We'd go visit him, and it was like, put this on, put that on. And yes. I was like, no. Right. And then my friend Carol, we finally had to have her reconcile with her family because we were there all the time, and you can't do it. It's like a full-time job. Put right. this on, put that on, what, like face masks and gloves oh, and things? Gloves. Oh, gloves and you know, face masks. And they were in a different ward, and they're just... Don't touch the toothbrush. Yeah. Don't touch the toothbrush. Right. Don't, right? That kind of stuff. Right. And, yeah. I, ha- I had two friends. Thank They're both alive and well. One of them got uh, the virus, I guess, in 82 or 83. Um, and they were in a very long-term relationship. But if if one of them ha- had the virus and one didn't, but if he flossed, they couldn't kiss or touch for mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. long time, like a day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, the, the, the only people who really took care of these guys were straight women and lesbians. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're women in general. We're, we're, we're and fag we're, hags yeah, and, and yeah. you know. And, and and also with Wayne, like the family of, didn't quite come around. His mother did come right. and visit him. The father would not deal with him. It's His brother would not deal with him. Unbelievable. And I'm sure today they regret it. I, I alive. Well, I hope they do. Yeah. To be quite honest. God, this is taking a really see. Great that's turn. where I get bitter. See? Yeah, I get bitter. Yeah. With I get that bitter shit about too. that. Yeah, and yeah. Reagan. Yeah, oh, Reagan is. Oh, oh, how about how about people constantly talk about what a great president oh he was? Oh, <gasps> awful, Shonda. Why don't people remember? And he screamed at the people in the Bronx. Yes, and he came to New York, and Ford told Drop Dead New York. Drop Dead yeah, New York. Repu- All right. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So. Um, yes. You start getting work, um, and I remember I went to y- your show. The, yes. uh Which one was it? Lifetime it was Julie, of, uh, Julie Holson's Lifetime of Comedy. Yes, yes. That was, again, again, Charles Bush was the one. We were in a dressing room. Uh, this was in L.A., and he was like, you're so funny. And I was like, no, no. He said, you should do a show of your own. And I went to that. You don't know no, this. No, I don't know this. I went to that, and I was... You know, stand up. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, there were two shows, your show and Whoopi's show. I went to Whoopi's show in 84. Huh. huh. And yours was closer to 90. Yeah. Yeah, It was. And uh, it was like, wow. You can do this. I I can do more than this is. I want to do more than stand up. Right. You know? Right. And it stayed with me until I actually... Start did twenty five questions. I right. always thought about your show. Oh, isn't that fascinating? Reading, I had no idea. Yeah, and reading those wedding announcements. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and just the the raw funniness and so fascinating. Yeah, Comac. I did talk about right. Comac. And I remember where I was sitting. It was in I don't what theater was that? It was that? the Actors Playhouse. Yes. Down in the village. Yes. Yeah. uh, It was adorable. It was great. What? Uh, I I did a show there right before it got shut down. Uh, It got shut down, right? It got shut down right on opening night of the show I did there. So that was was the show you were doing. It was a play called A Night in Vegas by um, Rob Marshall. 
Rob Marshall, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. not Rob Marshall. He's the... a playwright. Oh, okay. All right. He does right. a lot of LGBT stuff. Oh, okay. Right. Not okay. Rob Marshall from my generation. From Chicago, different yeah. one. So, oh. uh, so yeah, I saw that. Oh my god! And that's when I—I I mean, I—I I knew you from Vampire Lesbians, but that was oh my god! I'm a Julie Holston. Oh fan. my god! Bless you. And um, and. You you were in L.A. and you were starting to get like yes. you were a big character actor, but you got anorexic in L.A. I did. I got anorexic, and now this is where is so, I so might get unusual. into some trouble. I might get into some trouble, but um, as I do say sometimes in my act, um, you know, people go, "Oh, anorexia! That must have been so terrible." And I'm like, "Well, actually, um, the thing about anorexia is if you go too far, you will die, and that right. is a terrible thing." But if you don't go too far, right. you're very thin, no. and, and it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get a lot of flack so for that. So I but, know, but like how? I mean, well, I'll tell you why I think I truly did get anorexic. I just lost two of my closest right, right, friends, right. and you know what? When your best girlfriend in the world is 80 pounds mm-hmm. and dying, mm-hmm. it's hard to go over there with right. like a spaghetti dinner. Right? Do you yeah. know what I mean? I was not going to eat in front of her. Right. And I was also totally traumatized. Oh, it's, hello! You're, you're not. Your friends aren't supposed to die at when thirty you're, you're, years yeah, old, right? Come what? on, you're that's you're that's crazy. I know. It I was. was I truly was traumatized, right? And I and you know they say you know you know all these sort of disorders are about control, right? Having control, and it's like at that time none of us had any control, no control, um, and our fr- and our and friends were get dying. anorexic. You got to do it in LA. You got to do it in LA. They don't even notice. Yeah, no. You know, no, they're fact, like, "Oh, you're fat." I guarantee. Yeah. Oh, well, you yeah. know, literally my hair was falling out and my nails were yellow and they were like, "Good job." <laughs> Good job. Julie's looking great. Julie's looking great. I saw her ribs. Yes. Can be better. Yeah. Stick her in a guest spot right. of my so-called life, which did, they did. Oh, I was doing uh Margaret's show. During, you know, the All-American Girl during yes. my so-called life. Yes. And um, I used to hang out with all of them. Oh. oh. Remember the girl who played TJ, TJ Martinez? Yes. I loved her. Oh. I loved her. Beautiful girl. Wilson Cruz. Wilson Cruz. Come oh, on. It was God. I went bowling with them. I went bowling with, what's her name? On uh... Claire Danes? Yes. Oh, I went bowling right. with Claire Danes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, so that's what was so going you're, on. So you're anorexic. Yeah. And, and who says, Julie, you're anorexic? Let's fuck Oh, up. well, I knew I was. But, you know, at that point, you're like, hey, it's working for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so working when for did, me. So how did you recover? Well, then what happened? Of course, you lose your period, too. Right. You have no period. So it's like, Which, all right, yeah. woohoo, this is right. great. So again, you know, yellow nails, hair falling out, no period, doesn't matter. And something happened. I was like having stomach pains, probably like from not eating. And I finally decided to like, this is when I came back from LA after doing some guest spot work. And I went to the doctor and I was like, oh, my stomach is hurting. And he was like, what's happening with these bruises on your legs? Because he thought maybe I was in an abusive relationship. The abusive relationship was with myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I was at the gym because I was so skinny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would go to the gym and, like, pump up. And, like, literally if a barbell, like, touched touched me, I'd had a bruise. And he was like, these bruises are not too cool. We got to talk about this. And I was 112 pounds. 
at like almost five eight. Wow, Jesus! Oh my Christ. God, are you? That's, that's okay. The way that was your crazy. skeleton. Yeah. Cray cray. Yeah. It's cray cray. That's cray cray. Um, that's L A cray cray. Yeah, yeah. And I and I never worked so hard. I mean, it was right. a riot. But do you think like, your agent was like? I have the perfect per- Julie. She's anorexic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm telling you. A great booker. Well, yeah. my agent at that time w- was a guy who ended up having to leave the business because he was has his own issues. Right. So I don't even think he cared or right, right, whatever. Right, right. So anyway, um, the doctor was like, I think we need to talk. You know what I mean? And he's still my doctor, by the way. Oh. Nice. And, he's um, in L.A.? No, he's here. Okay. He's here. He's here. And he was like, I think we need to talk. So I was like, you know, he was like, I think we need to talk about, we need at least eight more pounds. We need to talk about this. I, if you want, I can recommend people that you can talk to or whatever. I took down all the information, all the shrinks and all this. Just whatever, like a and good I addict. ripped it up. Just no like, way. And, oh, yeah, I ripped all of it up. I was never going to do that. Right. And lo and behold, this is where the universe comes in. Just at that time, because I was like, also, I was sort of crazy. Right. Um, I was so crazy with anorexia. I was working out like five hours a day, and I was doing my one-woman show, and my press agent at the time, who is the greatest press agent in the world, his name is Sam Rudy, and now he's the press agent for Hamilton. Hamilton! Said to me, I want you to do this fantastic interview with this fantastic guy named Ralph Howard. Uh, he works for 1010 Wins. And oh. I was like, I can't do that. I mean, I'm too busy at the gym. You know, I can't. <laughs> yeah. get... And Charles Bush and other people who had been interviewed by my husband said, um, oh, you should meet him. He's really good. And it's 1010 Wins. It right. has like this huge listenership. He, yeah. You should do that. Oh, that would be so Yum. good for your one woman right. show and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, oh, I don't want to do it. Whatever. I was so not into it. I didn't even wash my hair. I remember wearing a pajama top. Uh-huh. I wore a pajama top to the interview at Wins. He opened the door. And it was one of those moments where you kind of go, he's really cute. Right. And I knew he was straight because, like, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't gay. He wasn't gay. Be- yeah. I knew he was straight because he wasn't gay. But like, he wasn't like totally put together. Right. Do you know how I mean? Yeah, like yeah, straight yeah, men, yeah. and yeah, they yeah. never quite get right, it right. right. And he was really cute, and he was adorable, and he was a great interview. And I was like, hmm. And we ended up s- sort of dating, and our first date was lip synca. No way. Which is hilarious. Right. That that was our first date, and he, you know. Like, Wait, so you went in for the interview. Did he say, I'd like to see you again? Um, no, he actually had broken up with a girlfriend six months before. He right. was divorced. And I was ready to go back to L.A. Right. I was only here temporarily. Right, right, right. You know, because I had to be back with, right. you know. Uh, and I did end up going back to L.A. And he called me because Sam Rudy, Sam Rudy and I talked after the interview. And right. I said, boy, he's really cute. Right. And I did say to Sam, you know, before I go back to L.A., maybe it would be good for me to have a date with someone because right. I need a confidence booster. Right. You know, like sometimes you want to yeah. just like date someone. Right. Like or maybe go to bed with someone right. just to like, I need a little confidence. Right, yeah. right, right. I need to get laid. Mm-hmm. And have a little confidence. Right. That's kind of what I wanted from Ralph Howard at that time. Because nice. he was cute and blah, right. blah, blah. And he was like, well, all right, but you're going back to L.A., but I'll find out. And he did talk to Ralph, and Ralph was like, oh, I liked her. Ah! So I was like, oh, well, okay. So we had a date. We went to Lipsinka. And I thought, okay, this is great. A little confidence. We didn't sleep together. Mm-hmm. But I thought, okay, good. Now I can go back to L.A., 
I did go back to L.A. Did he kiss you? He he did kiss me goodnight, but that was it. Tongue? No, no, no. Okay. very, okay. very, you know. Okay. And we went back to L.A. and he called me a lot. Wow. And he was like, when are you coming back to New York? When are you coming and back to New York? And he has the best voice. He really does. Yes. He's the golden he, throat. Yes, he really is. He does have the best. And he's he has such just a, a very nice manner. He's a gentleman. He's gentleman. a gentleman. He's cute yeah. as anything. And he's a gentleman. He's got the golden throat. And I was like, well, maybe I will go back. You know, maybe I'll go back. And I started... I did come back because I got a development deal from CBS. This is when the universe does work. Right. I got a development deal from CBS. However, it was contingent on my going back to New York and doing my one-woman show in New York and getting a good review from the New York Times. Right. <laughs> and guess what? Bing, 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 right. bing. It happened. So I come back to New York and Ralph is like, okay, now we're going to date. Now, are you unanorexic? No, I'm still anorexic. Right. So, of course, he wants to, like, take me out to eat. And I'm like, I was like Helen Gurley right. Brown. I was, like, right. pushing my food around on the plate. Right. I remember watching her one time. She right. pushed her food around. Right. She never uh -huh. ate. She right. never ate. Um, <laughs> uh, so he uh, he was the one who called me on it. He was like, um, you didn't eat. I'm eating. And, and you're, you're not, not eating. eating. I w you had two bites. That's and I was like, you're well. Married. And gradually, slowly... I became untraumatized. I think that's, I, I learned to trust the world again. Mm -hmm. Because when all your best friends die mm -hmm. and they're 30 years old mm -hmm. and you have to go to LA mm -hmm. and because LA is traumatized. Oh, please. That's already traumatized. Right. So I'm already traumatized because I've lost all my best friends. Right. Then I'm traumatized because like I'm in, I'm LA, in LA and I can't talk to my best friends. I can't friends. talk to my best friends and, right. and, and it's too freaking bright right it's too bright oh please so then i slowly but truly like he kind of saved my life in a way he doesn't i never told him this because you know you don't want to give him right. too much confidence um but he did and gradually 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 i gained more trust and i started relaxing and i did start eating and i did gain that eight pounds and of course there's that moment where you panic because when if you're an anorexic you panic but he kept saying, oh, you look great, mm -hmm. you know, you know, the, it looks good on you and blah, blah, blah. And my skin tone came back and I did get my period. And do you know what I mean? And my so hair. So have you ever had another bout? No. Wow. I've never had, not had another bout. It was but you really still, during the AIDS do you, crisis. Do you think you're an anorexic? Uh, no, I am careful, though. Right. But I'm not an anorexic at all. You have a beautiful body. Oh, and bless some you. of your bless photos you. are fucking. Yeah, you're and hot. You're really hell. hot. Oh, and I you. am so big <laughs> and fat and I oh huge. I am. I'm just a big girl. I love your body. All you're right. a big girl who's gorgeous. Oh, stop. No, but it's, no, it's really true. Thank you. And when, oh. you, when you have a hug by Judy Gold, you've been hugged. Oh. Can I tell you? Thank I, you. Ugh, you've been true. hugged. You've been, you've been hugged. enveloped. In, yeah, it's you're being very, taken care of. Right. You've been hugged, mm -hmm. and like, ugh. I just speaking of being nice. taken care of, yeah. um, I don't know when. You know, I was always a fan, and I I don't know when we sort of bonded. When did we really bond? I, I know. I don't because I'm, you used to come on my show. Oh, this is another yes. Judy. Another shout out to Judy Gold. It's a love fest. I used to do a show at Caroline's yes. called Ju Julie Halston's New York. It ran for like two years. Sometimes it was great. Sometimes it sucked. Blah, blah, blah. But we always had fun. Judy was always the one, like whenever, like, I would book a guest. Right. Like, you know, I don't know, Joy or, right. or Louis Black or right. something or, or Dane Cook. Right. Who, like, 
blew me off. Right. Um, yeah, and I would piece. be like, yeah, well, thank you. I'm not so funny. I'm so mm-hmm. nope, Anyway, he's, not. he's not funny. He's like really not funny, right? Right. No, Dane he's not. Cook, you not don't have funny. to get, you don't have to ask around oh, about okay. that. Because okay. he's not funny. But he like blew me off. Right. So and I would literally at the last minute be like, Judy, Judy, I still need to, I need to fill the bill. I need to fill the bill. Came every time and killed. Came every oh, time and killed. No, it's it. true. Absolutely true. And I, I remember then, so this was like in the 90s, early 90s, going, I worship this girl. I love her. She's so great. She's, she's, there, then there's showbiz friends. So she was right. a showbiz friend. But then as the years went on, we became real friends. Right. Because there is a difference. Right, right. Yeah. Do you know well, what I mean? She was a showbiz biz friend that you could count on. I could count on. But then, like, we started talking about other things than show business. Right. And that's when you become real friends right. with people. And so when I had a clinical depression I in 2004. No, no. What, it was 2000. It was later no, than no, that. No, no. It was... Uh, it was later. Oh, no, okay. 2004 what? is when I, Sharon and I broke up. So I had it. It was 2010. Yeah, it was more recent. January of 2010. I wake up paralyzed. Yes. And Elise is like, there's something wrong. And I want, I couldn't do anything, but I, did I see you? I reached out. You did reach out. I reached out to people who were aware of depression yes and and ralph had had ralph had had a, a major depression, depression. Yes. and i remember i knew that yes that he had a major depression and you, i i don't know how i knew i just knew you really understood and took care of him yes and i reached out to you yes i do remember and wow. i will never forget mm. how much you helped me well bless you, you bless you I remember I'd call you and you were always there and I remember the first time I had to get on a plane. Now, now I'm someone who's on the road since I'm 20 fucking years old. Right. Terrified to get on a plane. I remember this. To go to Seattle. I remember. And and I, I, I it, it was like the thought of even go getting in a car to go to the airport. Like if someone had said, go get a carton of milk on the right, corner right I, I, you, you, you couldn't even wrap your mind around no no it. no it was like no it was it was beyond clinical depression and it's so um, good that you remembered that yeah but i called julie yeah before and then when i landed i remember and all this. Yes. i remember i was in the hotel and at that time, they always said, go get sunlight. I had to get one of those lamps. Right. Mm-hmm. That was the fake sunlight. I mean, right. I had the um, that new thing that they love, which was just starting out, where you have uh, electricity. Oh, yes. Uh, on your temples, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on your synagogues, on your like temples. A, like a TENS. What do they call them? TENS. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would do that for like 20 minutes, this, mm-hmm. this stimulation, cranial something stimulation. Right. And, um, and I would do all these things, and... They say that depression is harder for performers because you have such emotional memory. You know, yeah. you're, me- yeah. And you also have to put yourself out there oh, in order to just work, in order to go to work. But this was my first time. And I got to the hotel. And I remember I went outside the hotel to sit like on a bench 
so I could get some vitamin D. And I called Julie. I was like, I can't do it. I can't. And she's like, you can do it. You can. You made it across the country, the country. And you're there and you're going to go home, but you're going to do it. And it you have no idea. Oh, bless you, honey. Well, I, I listen, I feel very strongly about you. And I I have literally watched all of us grow as performers and as people and you know what people have a lot of feelings about comics particularly it's right. like oh they're they're so tortured and they're right. so this or with that it takes a lot of courage to do what performers do mm-hmm. it really does and i don't want to like overstate things because look mm-hmm. there are people on the front lines of a war of course but who have uso shows that's mm-hmm. right um but we have come through something together, a lot of us, and it's very important that we, you know, keep together and be supportive. Mm. And I have literally seen Judy Gold go through so many things, and it, she did a set, I don't know, that not that long ago, that I have to say was one of the best sets I ever saw in my life, and I've seen a lot. And I thought, wow. this is a... This is A plus. Mm-hmm. And and and, and given what you've gone through, and you've also raised two beautiful, fantastic children. Thank you. And you know, had a life with your mom and your dad and and your friends and you know girlfriends and do you right. know what I mean? You've this is a rich life. Right. You're living a rich life. Right. And I got nervous. That we, not that we were going to lose you, mm-hmm. but that somehow y- you would isolate. Right. To the point like like maybe you wouldn't perform anymore. Right. Or maybe something would happen, you know, right. with uh, your, your girlfriend. Or I don't know. I just, I got scared. And I thought, this is a person that we have to have here. We have to have it, her here. You were so instrumental because there was only a, f- a handful who understood like you don't yeah. understand depression yeah. unless you've either Gone had through it, it or yeah. have helped someone go through it and yeah. you know ralph is like i mean it's five kids right he's the voice now the voice of howard you Stern, know he was that voice of howard, howard Stern, Stern news right. and he was 10 right. i mean he was like the voice of new york right and i thought oh my god right. and you were so and then he has a transplant a lung transplant. Lung transplant. He gets diagnosed with a fatal disease. Right. And, um, and I mean, talk about, uh, you know, being blindsided. Right. You know, you go to the doctor, you're not breathing well, and the doctor said, I don't know how to tell you this, but you're going to die in a year. Fuck. Don't tell me. Hello? Don't yeah, tell no, me. Yeah, no, I'm glad that he got a transplant. And you now oh, and wow. ever since, yeah. you guys were work tirelessly tirelessly for the pulmonary fibrosis foundation and i have to tell you we had our biggest ever event just in a couple of weeks ago in february actually and david diggs from hamilton Mm -hmm. wrote a song for our event called breathe and it people were sobbing oh it was unbelievable he knocked it out of the park he did a special rap for us called breathe and it was like done done and then he had this lyric which was so amazing you know, we all have scars. Don't let the scars define right. you. And then he would be like, it would do this fantastic rap. And then in the middle of the whole fantastic, he'd be like, take it down. Boom. Everybody breathe. Huh. Wow. Take it down. Boom. 
everybody breathe. breathe. People were sobbing. There were people with oxygen tents, like oxygen masks and oxygen, like carrying their oxygen with them right. to the event. It was really extraordinary. Anyway, so that's what Ralph wow. and I but do it's, now. And it's it, it makes my life very worthwhile. You know, that's beautiful. I don't know. Yeah. I have such a bond with you that's not like with other. I, I, it's it's because of of that. I mean, I was so vulnerable and so you were paralyzed, honey. Yeah, you were paralyzed. I could barely talk. Yeah, and you couldn't get out of bed. Right. Oh, and, I couldn't do. I couldn't even when I had. To, I remember the one morning, and it was right in the beginning. It was like the second day, and I had to make lunch mm. for Ben mm. and Henry. I couldn't get out of the chair. It was like someone saying you have to perform brain surgery right now. Yes. And so few people understand. But I remember I had diurnal, so at night it would lift. I tried to do sets, but I couldn't write any new material. But I remember Mm. my mother used to always say, you better today? Are you better? Are you better? Are you better? Are you better? But um, you, uh, I can't even thank you. Well, bless you. The other thing is, do you... The one thing I noticed about you is you don't get jealous. You're not like I'm one of these women who's like someone gets you can even Hennessy will tell. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's great. You know, I love when people get like shit. jobs that you wanted yeah. or something. No, I love when women get I love when oh. women get jobs. Oh, you know? yes. yeah. absolutely. Um, I have I there's a lot of jobs. Oh, I would have loved to have gotten that. Right. But in my soul, I'm like, it's, yeah, it's too tacky for me right you know? right right so right, I'm right glad right. i didn't i right. like the money but you're always genuinely happy i really am are I, you happy for everyone i um I'm come on you gotta have i'm some. trying i'm trying to think if there's someone i'm not happy for uh i have to think about it but um uh, no i really am genuinely right. happy for people because i think one's when you when you've gone through a, th- a thing like what we went through with ralph uh, like for example uh, you know like when you've face death in the eye right. you know kind of thing it's kind of like oh am i really gonna get upset about somebody getting right, the right. national tour of adam's family right do you know what i mean but like, it's also like yeah it's also yeah once you live <laughs> once and you, you go live and fucking like because yeah. my father died when i was 27 yeah. and i was like oh right fuck you. that's right. when i became i was i was i'm fearless on stage anyway but at that point i was like i've been through Right. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Fuck what? What? You. Yeah. It's like you can't oh. do anything to me. Yeah. Um I mean I would got- love to have I, you know there are certain jobs that I go, "Oh man." Right. Yeah, I know. That's great. I mean, I I will say there are times when I see like like particularly when I do guest spot work right. on a certain job and you kind of go like, "Wow, this person in this procedural cannot really even read right 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 you know and i wouldn't say i get jealous i'm just like wow it's only because she just had that cheekbone right right that's what it is the camera loves her because she's illiterate right and dumb and and can't act but okay but she's gonna make a trillion dollars or she gives good head or she whatever but so those are the kind of people i get like ugh. right but like people like us, who did the work, you know, right. we're out there and we're working in the New it's York. It's such thing. a sisterhood. Yeah, people absolutely. don't get it. No. Yeah, that we are. You know, you could say, "Oh, the women aren't funny." Women, are, you know, we are sisters. Oh, bum 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 bum. What pisses you off? What fucking passive aggressive behavior? Cannot Ooh. stand it. Really, and Example. I also don't like. I don't like people who like 
do not take responsibility for things. You know, they they, they just push things off. Like, if somebody says, I'm going to do this. Right. And then they're like, oh, you know what? I didn't get to it. Right. You know, and I'm like, wait, you had to get to it. Right. This is really important. Right. Particularly with important things. Like, like if you gave your family movies to someone and they said they were going to digitize them. Right. And, and there were a million of them. So it takes so And it was all, it's been almost a year. And you keep saying to the person. Right. Uh, okay. Please. Can Get I have them? Because my sister will not stop nudging me. Give me your sister's number. No! Please. No. We I want get along the so well anyways. I want the fucking movies. I just want to put her heart in. Okay. No. So, th- so th- those kind of things. Right. Or people who... Um, just the passive aggressive thing. I yeah. just cannot stand I hate that. passive aggressive. Oh, it's like either say what you mean and let's du- duke it out. I'm really good now with that because I was so... You f- call people on it. Right, because before I was like, oh, then they won't like me. Now I'm like, no. fuck who you. Cares? I'm a good person. Yes. So yes. fuck you. This is what I need. Yeah, exactly. Right. And and, and there's it's fascinating the kind of excuses that people make. It's like, you know how it is. And I'm like, no, I don't know how it is. Right. Because I actually get everything done. So right. why and I do it 150 percent all the, the time. other thing yeah that's why I'm so nervous about Shakespeare in the Park like I'm oh do I should I know all my lines you no. are gonna be so oh, good God, I'm so nervous and you by know by the what? way Judy got a part in Shakespeare in the Park right, yes Grammyo and it's an all female, female. cast mm-hmm. I know I can't wait. Taming um, of the Judy. Can we go out after you? No, you come? I'm, I'm going to be coming a couple of times. First all of all, right. I have a lot of friends in the show. Right. You being, you know, unbelievable. Right. My friend Jackie Sanders right. is in the show. Nice. And so I'll be coming. I'll be right. coming. We will go out. And Rory Powers, let's do a shout out to Rory Powers. Yes. Rory Powers. Rory. Is it? Do you know Rory? Of course. Okay. You know well, we'll all go out and all we, right. you know, that was fantastic. So, um, yeah. No, so don't worry. You're going to be All right, great. You're going to be good. good. So passive-aggressive so people. Um, like it is what? funny. It is funny when you texted me after I was saying something about the Woody thing, and you were like, how did you get that? Or something like that. Did no, you... I said that because I was at the Woody yes, thing. Yes, 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 yes. Can you tell so the I story? So I can tell the story. So, so this is what annoys me more than anything, okay? This so, is the best story, and they told me in the wardrobe yeah, department. Yeah, Because so, we were all laughing. Um, so Susie Benzinger and Rory, we're all hanging yeah, out, whatever. That, these are the costume so, people. So, and... What always kills me is like when you meet somebody on the street and like I'll, they'll be like, "What are you doing now?" You know, and I'll be like, well. uh, "This is what pisses me off." Like I was at uh, the club the other night, yeah, what right? are you and doing people now? are be like, "How are you?" And I'm like, "Great." And the kids, you know, I, right. I answer the question, and then right. they go, "Oh, I just had a movie in Sundance." <laughs> <laughs> like I'll say, "How are you?" Well, my movie was no, no, right? Okay, go. So anyway, so what kills me is like I'll be doing something, and they'll be like, um, "Oh, you know." What are you doing? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm working with James Earl Jones, for example. Right, you right, know, right. like, and you can't take it with you. And then they just stop and they stare at me and they go, how did you get that? Oh. How say, did you can get you that? say who it was? <laughs> Please, I'm going to say it. That, that's what makes it the best. You could say it. Okay. So just remember that story. Okay. Guess who that was? You. No. Okay. No, I never do that. <laughs> okay. Never. Patty Lapone. You're shitting me. Patty Lapone. Get the fuck says out. Says to Julie Halston. No, it was. This, how it was, did you get that? How did you get that? Like she's never fucking done anything. Can and I like, tell you? Patty hasn't had enough. Yeah. Oh, but Patty Lapone would say that. Why? She's, she is staying cast to her type. 
Well, no, no here's you the thing. You don't say that when you're... She's No, No, she came up to me at, a, at an no, event. Wrong. Was she up for it, too? No, no, no. no she wasn't up for it. You can't take a... This was another play. This was another play. It was another play. It was all about Long Island. I thought she was And she literally said to me, how did you get that? Really? And I was like, I started laughing. And isn't it like Patty? Have you gotten enough? And I was like, I was like, Patty, I started laughing. I thought she was joking. And she was like, no, no, no. I mean, I'm sort of half giving, but really, how did you get that? And I was like, you're joking, right? Two-time Tony winning Patti Lapone. I know we're both say from that. Long Island, but like, really? We used to say that about Jim, because Jim David, you know, the comic Jim How David. How did you get that? Everything you said. Uh, oh, I'm doing, uh, it could be I'm doing a set in the subway with the rats. How'd you get that? Right. How'd you get that? And it, <laughs> then it got to the point where we were like, oh, yeah, um, I'm, you know, I, I got cancer. How'd you get that? How'd you I get mean, it? Was like, no, just making no, shit up. No, you can't believe. I was like, Patty, Patty. <laughs> and she was like, no, I mean, I really, I mean, I'm from Long Island. And I just was like, wow, you can be an icon. You can be a two-time Tony winner. But you're you still be, a performer. And you're still. No, immature. Well, and, insecure. And, and, right. and insecure and crazy. And like, what? Performer. And I just had to leave. I was like. This is nuts. That's kind of brilliant and amazing. Yeah, no, no, it was. I would put that on my resume. Made Patty Lapone jealous. Made Patty Lapone jealous. And here's the thing. The play is going to be done at Lincoln Center in the fall. Yeah, baby! And and of course I'm doing it. Can I go opening? Yes, that would be a good thing. Because I never, ever go to opening. But I'm kind of hoping Patty comes. Oh, please. Would that be the she best? So, yeah. yeah, I want to go the night she goes. She so goes, go, oh yeah. my God, Julie, you are perfect exactly. for that. Exactly. Uh, I love her. So love you, love I just want to say before we ask you our last question, okay. I, you know, I just want to, I, I can't do you justice without saying some of the Broadway shows you have starred and appeared in. Okay. The Man Who Came to Dinner. Yes. The Women. Yes. Hairspray. Yes. Gypsy. Yes. Anything Goes. Yes. You can take it with you. Yes. Which I saw you in with James Earl Jones, which was fucking fantastic. Bless you. Uh, and you were on, on the town? Yes, because I took over for Jackie right, Hoffman for three had, weeks. Yeah. Mm. You are, uh, that's not even mentioning all of them or off Broadway. Bless you. Um, My ex girlfriend was in The Women with you, I think. Who? Heather Matarazzo. Oh. Oh, oh, we can talk. All right, we can. Oh, yeah. I well, you yeah, can. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, you are. Whatever. Well, bless. Classic. You, I mean, classic. <clears throat> fucking talent. Yeah, it's true. Just f- the voice. The whole. You're uh, the whole package. You really are the whole package. Oh, bless you. Well, listen. Um, I I love you all. I love uh, Hennessy. I, I didn't know Hennessy. I uh, love Hennessy. You just made my life. I worship oh, stop. the gold. I worship the gold. But we have to ask you, as we ask everyone. Yes. Are you on a, any antidepressants? Not Should, no, not were, right now. Have you ever been? I have. I've been on Prozac. When Ralph was diagnosed with pulmonary fibrosis, I was like, I, right. I need something. I so need something did, yeah, immediately. You, how long were you on it? Uh, probably six months. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that that's was it. good. Yeah, it was did good. you gain weight? Um, no, I didn't. Wow. No, I didn't. Um, but it was. It did. It did help. It did. Yeah, help. yeah, it helps. Mm-hmm. It good. did help. Yeah, that's what. Prozac you know, when people don't have need to understand, you know, 
Mental there, health is like, it, it's the same as physical ailments. You absolutely. Know? And you you got to take a pill sometimes. You got to take a pill sometimes. We have that technology now to help our it's brain not, chemicals, right, right. you know, even out. Right. There's no reason why you shouldn't take advantage of the technology right. that we have. There is it is no, not weak and right. there's no shame Well, they're shame medical advancements, not absolutely. really technology. It's not like, well, there is technology. There's no reason to suffer. Semantics. Don't suffer. You can make other people suffer. That's fine. That I do every day, as Ralph. But yes, All no. Right. Help yourself. Yes. Julie, I can't thank you enough. So, um, at Julie Halston. Yes, I please everyone follow me on Twitter. Everyone. I unlike Janine, I happen to like the yes, Twitter. Yes. At Julie Halston, I'm on, on Facebook, Facebook. I'm on Instagram. At Harvey Gypsy on Instagram. Because somebody stole my name. I know. Well, I know. Mine too. I know. I, there's a Judy Gold doing videos. Unbelievable. Oh, it yeah. makes me crazy. That says it's starring Judy Gold. I'm like, you're no. not Judy Gold. Yeah, you're not the Julie Halston. Um, anyway, at Julie Halston, come and follow me on Twitter. Um, yes. We love you. We, we I yeah. love you. Thank you so much. Bless you. And uh, this is. I'm going to see you in the park. Oh, I can't wait. I'm Judy Gold uh, here with Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening and so long! <laughs> and uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.